Welcome to Shop Talk. If you're doing lashes on the side or seasoned in the beauty industry or secretly imagining how to step in the industry, there's a seat here for you. We talk shop on all the things to help you create the beauty business of your dreams as well as feed the mindset that goes with it. I'm your host, MJ Thomas, the founder of Malaya Studios, entrepreneur, lash business educator, speaker, and former overworked, overbooked lash and PMU artists of 12 years. I've built successful, profitable beauty businesses, and I'm here to talk with you about all the things. I'm multi-passionate, and so is this podcast. It is my mission to help lash artists and estheticians build their profitable businesses to create a life of freedom, just like I did. So... Consider me MJ Thomas, your new SD bestie and lash business guru. I believe you can thrive as an entrepreneur, be an unapologetic woman, a mother, a wife, and all the things you were meant to be. So, let's talk shop. In this episode, we are going to be capturing a moment that a lot of people don't really like to talk about or publicize or really even record a freaking podcast. It's one of those uh, felt right at the moment but may delete later kind of things. But you know what? This is for me. And I hope that in future episode 200, what the fuck ever that I can listen to this and and remember that 10 year from now MJ um would be really 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 proud because right now MJ is sick of her shit <laughs> at the end of this episode I promise that I'm going to give you three tips that I keep in my pocket to pull myself out of funks. If you've ever found yourself in a funk um, like I'm in right now, um, these are the things that I will be sharing with you in hopes that it resonates more with me because I need it right now because I am pretty sick of my shit. (laughs) um, Yeah, so story time. My husband and I, Eli and I, just finished um, our taxes yesterday. Now, you have to understand that before I even got to where I am right now, I started a business not knowing what the fuck that even looked like. I started a business because I was desperate to create something for myself, make my own schedule, work as hard as I could, and still be able to be an active full-time mother and not hear anyone shit about the way that I did things. To be honest, that's really how this whole started, this whole thing started. I just was a terrible fucking employee, to be honest. And I can say that 
because when I didn't understand something or why we were doing something or if I felt that um, I was just doing busy work over being impactful, I lost, I lost it. Like I didn't feel motivated to do anything that I was doing and there wasn't enough money that could pay me to do that or enough money to justify missing my daughter's first school play. You know what I mean? There were just so many things that I just wasn't okay with that instead of bitching about it, I had to do something about it for myself and I created the job that I couldn't find. So needless to say, I didn't have all of my systems set up. I didn't have a bookkeeper. I didn't even know how to manage my own bookkeeping because I had always just had a check and I knew that I would take my check to the accountant as soon as I got it and they would do some magic and I would get a refund most of the time, right? So here we are now 12 years, been working for myself and I have now been married for three. Now we are still learning how to do our taxes together because he is a firefighter and gets a W-2 right and you know it's exciting when they get when they get their w2s anyone who has a job is excited because if you got to if you have someone who's really amazing at numbers um you get a pretty good refund right because you are paying those taxes as you get paid throughout the year it's different on our end as service providers because we get paid that shit up front and it's up to us to allocate money where they need to be and also it's once you learn how to manage your books and you have the proper cpa and a bookkeeper on board your life just frees up because you know where your money is supposed to go and come tax season it's not surprising right And if you are not number savvy, but you just are happy to go to work and do all of the things that you do and you're an amazing artist, get yourself a bookkeeper and get yourself an amazing CPA. Those are two very important relationships that you are going to need in any kind of business that you are running. Because if you can delegate things that make that shit their full-time job, they are worth paying. And I got to tell you, a CPA is going to be your best friend. My previous CPA, I would call like before I made a big purchase, like, yo, can I afford this? Can I afford that? Can I write this off? Can I, what can I do with this? Because I'm going to get it. But can you do something with it so I can justify this? (laughs) No joke. And, um, you know, with COVID, And the lockdowns in 2020 and 2021, we took, I took a huge, huge hit like many of us did in the beauty industry. And couple that with, I also moved in 2021. So now here we are in a whole new area. It's forced me to um, streamline and systemize my studios without me being there, which is a whole nother level of things. But now over the years, I've built confidence in how to do that. Um, and in the midst of, you know, in the midst of building this studio out here with the intentions of it being the academy where we teach, um, 
I we are doing our taxes and this is our first year doing it with a different CPA okay uh, this year has been a whole lot of fucking different for me it's been a different area it's been a different clientele it's been a different yeah different clientele with this studio because I want to I am attracting artists that want to learn versus attracting clients that want services right so everything is just so new and I'm still licking my wounds from financially from the past two years and um, I'm pretty I'm pretty fucking beat down right now not going to lie um when you get a new CPA or you get a new tax person it's like starting starting a new relationship so you know my CPA was my bookkeeper as well and um, this person is very familiar with EMS workers and um, you know people in the same industry as my husband so he's always had really great um, experiences and fast forward we're trying this guy out and you know, you have to be completely transparent about your finances. And, you know, to date, um, I'm probably about $90,000 in fucking debt right now. That's business expenses, which are different from, uh, from personal expenses. But all in all, like 90000 and that's... Um, it's a hard, it's a hard pill to swallow because before, um, I've just never, I just haven't not, I'm not going to say never. I've not been in this much debt in a long time because before I started as an esthetician, I had debt, but it was, it was, and I was paycheck to paycheck. I was bartending, working at the hospital, going to school, um, doing all of the things and I was barely getting by and I remember that feeling and um, when I went into business for myself I told myself I would I would cut each side job as I made that same amount and two months later I for the first time in my life I was working one job and it was my job my business, my everything. So it was huge. I remember that. I made my first six figures that year and I hustled. I hustled. That came with a lot of grit and a lot of hustle and a lot of legwork and networking and being relentless, you know, and I just never turned back. And sitting there in the office yesterday and being completely honest about my finances with this brand new fucking person who could could care less to pass judgment. He looked at me, he's like, you are not alone in, in what COVID did to businesses. And I looked at him, I'm like, you fucking get it. You get it. And um, he's just like, we're going we're gonna we're gonna repair in the next few years and I know this hasn't been easy and it hasn't been it 
1000% hasn't. The studios that I have are up and running. We did everything to keep those doors open. I mean, we crowdfunded in the beginning, but we also said, fuck it, fuck it. We've got to figure out how to do this safely during this time because clients needed us. Like, I get so triggered when people say that the beauty industry is non-essential because that's such bullshit. What we do is more. It is more than just throw on some lashes or, you know, remove some hairs. No, what we do is we are advocates for self-care. We are sometimes the only 15, 30 minutes or an hour that some women get to themselves in a couple of weeks. Like the relationships that I have built over the years with my clients have been magical and amazing and much more than the simple service that we provide. So it's easy to get caught up in the money and it's easy to be talking about, you know, getting more clients and all that. No, you are in the business of serving people and building relationships. That is what at the core what we do. And at some point during the the pandemic and the shutdowns, our clients were fucking desperate. Like it got to the point where, you know, much like a lot of other people, they closed the blinds and we had our clients coming in through different doors. You know what I mean? And we were not, it was like speak easy style. It was crazy because there's a fucking cannabis club right down the street that's considered essential, but I'm sneaking this person in to get their lashes done or their brows done through the back door. Like I'm selling drugs, illegal drugs. It was nuts. We are not going to get started about all <laughs> but you can check out our Instagram stories. I mean, uh, we we went and we protested. I spoke at um, city halls. I spoke at city meetings and begged our counties. California sucks. That's just my opinion. And, you know, again, might delete later. But maybe not. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, anyway, um, to circle back to what I was saying. Um, we were able to crowdfund. We figured out like, okay, when this was still when COVID was brand new. We weren't sure like what we were supposed to do, but we made it. I mean, we have over 600 hours of sanitation and, and disinfection straight up ingrained in our brains. We know how to take universal precautions. So on top of everything else that we were already doing, we also limited how many people were at the studios so that everyone could make a little money if they felt comfortable coming in and seeing clients. So we were still able to pay the bills that way and keep the studios open, thank God. Um, and now the studios are up and running, the girls' books are full again. And you know, since we moved up here, my husband and I opened this studio. And um, it's a passion plan for sure, but I'm gonna tell you this, it is kicking my ass right now. And um, as we were sitting in our tax appointment and I was being completely transparent about my finances this year, I mean, I, we had to invest a shit ton and my husband has helped invest in this location um, and there was just this point where I was like, fuck, 
I'm really in a hole. Like, I'm really in a hole. And we are now in our third year of this pandemic and, you know, doors are open now and I'm trying to, I'm not trying, I am building this uh, academy, but it's starting all over, right? And um, in a new city and all of the things that I, that, that I felt when I first started as an esthetician and starting my own business, like this shit feels really familiar and um, it's uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable. And I not only have more kids <laughs> now, I also have a husband who's supporting this, but not flow, not like, like this is, he's, he's invested in it, but I gotta, I gotta get it up and running and it is, but it's slow coming. And, um, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty discouraged. I'm pretty fucking discouraged right now. And I know that <clears throat> this is going to somehow turn a corner because I have faith that, what I'm building is going to serve and help so many people. Um, but I'm, I'm having a really hard time with my mindset. And I know that mindset is everything. So I'm allowing this space right now. And it's a pretty shitty space. I don't like sitting here for too long because then it ends up getting super comfortable being in and then it takes a really long time to get out of it but I'll tell you how I feel I feel I feel like um I've been doing this for 12 years I feel like this is I'm starting all over um I feel like I could I could open my books and start taking clients again but my biggest thing that I want to do right now is teach and I want to build this space and I want to build these programs which I'm working on right now and um, there's no money in it right now not right now um, and when money does come in it's you know not like what it would be if I was taking clients and it kind of reminds me of when I first started where I'm like gosh well you know this job is paying me enough to be comfortable and sustain my life um, I'd have to start over and build clients like I don't that might take a long time and I just you know just fucking negotiating and handing the mic over to doubt to talk myself out of things and it's the same shit right now but I know that in order for me to be somewhere I haven't been before I got to do things that I haven't done before and a lot of times that means investing investing uh time money um, a lot of times you have to spend some to get some and that is not because that's um, what you have to do but it's an energetic law like I know that I needed to um, learn how to do online courses so I paid a coach because the time that it would have taken for me to learn all of that shit myself 
by trial and error, I would have wasted so much more time that that class saved me money, right? Saved me time and saved me money. So I knew I had to do that. I had to invest in certain um equipment I had to invest in I have to I have to invest the time to create these courses and all of the things right all of the things that don't yet pay monetarily but are planting the seeds and the crop is coming so yesterday was a gut check because I spiraled so quick and it happened so quick I'll tell you and if you're anything like me and you your brain moves super quickly you just go down this whole fucking rabbit hole and then imposter syndrome, you know, kicks in and imposter syndrome is scary because it is not only your fears, but it's all your doubts and and then your brain chimes in and makes it all connect and make sense. It's scary. You know, I'll tell you a few of mine. Um, you know, who am I? Who am I? I've been doing this for 12 years. Um, I'm just now starting to teach. Look at these other people who have been teaching for a while. They're really good. They've built their clientele. They've built their following. I haven't even been on social media until fucking the pandemic. And I don't have a social media following like them. Um, am I going to make it on the online world? Are people even going to come take my classes? You know, um, I'm going to build, you know, these programs are great. I see a bunch of value in it and I would totally pay for it, but maybe no one else would. I mean, all of this, just, just doubt and just imposter syndrome. And it's a lot and it's exhausting. And what's crazy, it happens in the silence of your own mind, my own mind. And, um, it's a lot and everyone, (laughs) my husband, people who are at the other studios, anyone that I, anyone that I talk to or catch, if they catch me in this moment, you know, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, I'm in the building phase. The first thing is, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. You've done so much. Like, (laughs) do you even see me right now? Like, do you see that this is hard? Like, okay, thank you. Oh my God, thank you for that faith. Thank you for giving me that. But I've got to tell you, I'm having a really hard time and I don't feel seen. It's almost as if I just, I do, I know you see future me, but I'm like looking for future me right now. Like I'm looking for how this is going to make sense later because this is the most debt I've been in. This is the most out of water I have ever been when I was a fucking mermaid, you know, killing it, taking clients and having just a strong, I could charge, you know, what I wanted to charge or something even more ridiculous and people would still come and here I am, brand new spot, trying to do something new. And it's just, it's taking a lot of grit. And um, I just kind of had to put put the tools down for a second and wipe my brow and just be like, fuck, this is hard because it is. So I'm going to share some things with you that help pull me or I don't know. <laughs> that help pull me out of spaces or where I start to look when I am in this space. All right. The first thing. 
Uh, it's a quote, and I don't know who the fuck said it, but it's, you know, a, a universal thought. It's a thought. People become unwilling to do the things that they need to do to be successful. And when I hear that, I'm like, yeah, it takes a lot to be successful and create your own business. And a lot of times when it, when you're a solo entrepreneur, you are by yourself, you are figuring it out, you are being the one that's resourceful. And, you know, um, a lot of times before you um, can hire help, you're trying to figure out like what you could even pass off. You know what I mean? So I have to remind myself that I want to be successful and I have been successful and I trust that my abilities to be successful are in are in me innately and I have done X, Y, and Z over the years and I got to pump myself up and remind myself that I can do hard things and I am willing to do the things that I need to do to be successful and a lot of it is eating shit sandwiches, right? Because I'm eating one right now. Okay, and the next thing that um, I focus on is exactly that. What you focus on grows. I saw this quote one time. It says, when you focus on bullshit, bullshit grows. But when you focus on you, you grow. So I have to, you know, change this, the narrative in my mind when I'm thinking about like, oh, this is hard. Like, oh my gosh, is this even going to work? What did I get myself into? I change it to, I got into this because I know that this can be successful. How can I make this successful? What else do I need to do? Is there something I'm missing? Um, okay, I'm in a funk, but let me do something that I have. Let me make some reels. Let me go on Canva and make some make some posts, um, let me start interacting with ideal clients, you know, just the things that can, that don't move the needle right away, but are small steps um, to moving forward, and they're little things that I enjoy doing and need to be done, but um, can wait, but I do those things to get back into the groove of I get to, I get to do this, right? Like I get to make uh, a podcast with you in this really weird space that I'm in right now, right? So I'm trying to focus on what it is that I want to grow. So I encourage you to ask yourself, is what you're focusing on something you want to grow, and if it's not, then you got to tell yourself in a few minutes or a few seconds, I'm going to stop and try and change the narrative because you are the only one that can change the narrative for yourself, right? Another thing that I'm doing or I tell myself is how can you lean in? How can you lean in and figure it out? Because everything is figure outable, Marie Forleo. If you don't follow her, follow her. She's awesome. Everything is figure outable. There is always a way. And if you haven't figured it out, you haven't looked at all the ways. And you just need to start somewhere. So that is where I am. And I am remembering that 
I'm at least starting and it's messy and it's hard and it's confusing, but it will get easier. It will get better. And it's going to be more amazing than I could have imagined. So I hope that this helped you in any kind of way. Um, I want you to know that I too have really hard days and have a hard time starting and staying on track. But I just tell myself some of these things that people become unwilling to do things that they need to do to be successful. And I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that people. I want to be a different kind of people. (laughs) And what you focus on grows. So I want to make sure that I allow the space to feel and validate myself. But I also want to stay focused on what it is that I want to grow. Right? And... Don't be scared. It's okay to be scared, but don't like stay scared. Lean in, figure it out, and just know that you have survived 100% of your whole life and you are capable of doing hard things. And you have done amazing things. I have done amazing things. I look forward to your amazing things and I look forward to mine. So if you don't, Follow me, follow me at it's MJ Thomas on Instagram or Malaya.made for our Lash and Beauty products. And I would love to know if any of this resonated with you. You can always slide into my DMs or text me directly. You are actually texting me. You'll also get texts back about bonuses and things that I'm offering and things like that. But text me at 650-300-0781 and let me know how you've pulled yourself out of out of a hard time like what are what are some of your go-to's when you're having a funk all right i can't wait to hear from you until then take care